Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Thanks for joining us again, as, like an old man on the beach with a metal detector, we hunt for Spanish doubloons. Spanish doubloons. That was the thing you were excited to say. <laughs> I had a whole sentence that I managed to when say When was without... the last time an old man found a Spanish doubloon on a beach? Know. I don't know. Could have been yesterday. I don't watch the news. <laughs> I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm John. I'm Tony. We each have chosen two movie genres to draw from. I have horror suspense. I have science fiction fantasy. I have romance and drama. I have action adventure. I thought you had horror thriller. What I he say? does have horror thriller. You know what? <laughs> he keeps posting on the Reddit that I have romance and suspense, which I think is interesting. <laughs> so well, it's interchangeable. But incorrect. <laughs> I also hey. have science fiction fantasy because I keep stealing Elaine's picks. Huh? Hey, hey, he's using his thesaurus. Th- his th- I wow. can't say that word. Words are right. hard. <laughs> keep going, Tony. So now we take turns selecting movies from our genre that, in our personal opinion, do not receive the consideration they deserve. So sit back, open your minds, and let us convince you that these movies are worth viewing. Today's pick is my pick, Frailty. You didn't say <laughs> yeah, my favorite looks line. Like he wasn't so, sure. I, I see you at you updated your I notes. Changed it around. You're not going to find my these, note. But I like no one's you, lost to his. <laughs> but I like, I like <laughs> you're not going to find any in anybody's top ten list. But maybe listen to our podcast. You give them a second. We'll you know. bring it back if we get you know listener outcry. <laughs> listener <laughs> outcry. <laughs> you if mean if DJ fans. complains? Yeah. Speaking of the fans, I, I just wanted to give a shout out on the last podcast. I want to shout out to Doctor Nick who uh, gave me his favorite quote, which I forget. Oh. But <laughs> shout out to Dr. Nick. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Hi, Dr. Nick. Keep going. All right, so. Hi, Dr. Nick. That's what you got. So this week, Frailty. Tell us about it, Tony. <clears throat> well, it's a 2001 um, suspense movie. Jesus. Sure. Th- I would classify thriller. it a thriller. Mm-hmm. Now, this one, I cheated a little bit. Uh, it's Much not, like Carly. Well, it's Much not, like Carly with timer. <laughs> no, high fidelity. Yeah. This one's not quite underappreciated as some of the others, but it's a little bit of a tribute episode because of we lost Bill Paxton recently. The great Bill Paxton. And he stars in this movie and directed... Game over, man. Yes. The, this is his first time directing. So, what'd you say? I, I looked that up. I was like, oh, he directed this. What mm-hmm. else did he direct? And I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, another cool thing, this film is set in Texas, and McConaughey, Paxton, and Powers Booth were both born... We're all born there. All right, all right, all right. Who names their kid... Powers. I thought about that too. <laughs> every time I thought about, every time I saw saw him on screen, I was like, "That's a lot." Powers name. by name. Powers. Powers by reputation. We should do that movie. Is that underappreciated? Can I tell you about I my don't know favorite what movie? It is. Just speaking of Powers of the Great Name, can I tell you what my favorite movie role of his is? Mm-mm. Curly Bill in Tombstone. Nice. Good movie. I'm gonna go with. He plays an FBI agent again. Mm-hmm. But but it's Rapid Fire with the late great Brandon Lee. I've never seen that. No, he wasn't an FBI agent. He was a regular detective. I haven't seen that. You haven't seen Rapid Fire? No. Oh, you will. I haven't either. You will. Okay. <laughs> okay, so this movie cost $11 million to make, and it ended up making $17.4 million, So, As far as uh, reviews, I have a good one and a bad one. Are the reviewers alive still? I, well, I don't know. Any of these post-mortem? This one is... Uh, From Beyond the Grave. Juba Vans... I don't know. It's J.W. Evans. J.W. Evans. He gave it 3 out of 10 stars. Wow. This is misguided, poorly acted drivel. Drivel? Really? Yep. Thanks. Is he British? Maybe. 
This because I really thought it was pretty good acted. The other one is ten out of ten. Frailty is a truly original and excellent horror movie. And then he goes on for about twelve pages, so we don't have that kind of time. So. <laughs> <laughs> is he the one that said it was the most underappreciated movie of a genre? Because I remember he you might, reading me that one. You might have said. That. Well, then it's a good thing we're doing. <laughs> what it what here was the name the, of that reviewer? Was it by I any chance? Brett Handley, the writer of this movie. <laughs> I thought he been. picked that review because it said that. Yeah, actually, that's you're why right. You're right. That's I why I did pick it. A little weirded out the first by the fact line, that he didn't read that. <laughs> the first line is this could be the most underrated movie of its genre. Well, yeah. then. Interesting. Here on the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, we like that kind of thing. Yeah. We appreciate it, you might say. <laughs> All right. Not to be confused with the Overrated Podcast. Shout out to those guys. They did seem to really enjoy Deep Blue Sea. They did enjoy As they should, because it's awesome. Yep, so a uh, shout out to the Overrated Podcast, guys. Keep up the good work. Listen to some of your episodes. Keep it up. That's all I got. I'm, I'm going to keep plugging other... <laughs> I'm plugging <laughs> listeners. I'm plugging other podcasts. Oh, before I forget, hi, Mom. Um, Tony is looking forward to the stuffing. Uh-oh. So let's let's make that a thing. Wow. Let me see. Oh, and Carly's dad, too. What's up? Because <laughs> he's going to come up. <laughs> Okay, this so episode? <laughs> maybe we're talking about dads. It's a dad movie. Got some dad chat. Dad oh, chat. Then in that case, hi dad, how you doing? <laughs> I saw you were out there doing the the, the the Lord's work there for the children. Keep it up. Okay, your turn. All right, we all good. Oh uh-huh. yeah, and one last cheap plug for pants. Wear them. Oh. All right. Okay, so the movie opens up on uh, old black and white crime right. scene photos. Whoa. Is this your quick overview before we give our opinions, or are oh. you starting the movie? I'm starting the movie. <laughs> because you have a tendency to forget the overview. <laughs> just start. Oh, that's right. I always forget that. Okay, so so hey, what was your sorry? So let's back up. Everybody, just hold your hold your horses there. Can, can we get a, a format for Tony here? I need to write it down. That's okay. a truck backing up. Uh, oh, okay, I thought I was getting a beep for a minute there. <laughs> My beeper was going off, yeah, with the Italian flag on it. Yes, nice. Nice. <laughs> nice callback. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent callback. All right, so, Elaine, what did you think about this movie before we, we got into it? Um, I had never seen it, and I'm not sure I ever heard of it. Really? And so I was, was kind of hoping it wouldn't scare the crap out of me. <laughs> Uh-huh. That, that was my hope. That I was like, okay, I hope it's not too scary. All right, Carly, what you I, think? I'm in the same boat. I had never seen or heard of it, so I did what I occasionally do and watched the trailer. I don't do that. I and, just go uh, by the seat of my pants. And after watching the trailer, I had some mixed feelings. I was excited to see it. It made me want to see it, but. We started this movie at 10.45 p.m. last night. That's not a good plan, not a good plan. <laughs> so so Carly didn't see it. <laughs> I said, um, I want to see it. But I don't know if I want to see it right now. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't freak me out too much. That, that, those were my honest opinions going in. John? Well, I had seen this already. Mm. Um, I think I saw it like right when it came I haven't seen it in more than a decade. Yeah, me neither. So it's, it's been a hot minute. Yeah. But I still remembered like the the big plot twist things mm-hmm. like that. But I forgot about the little things. So mm-hmm. I was looking forward to reconnecting with this piece of cinema gold that has Matthew McConaughey, which is all right, all right, all right. I do like Matthew McConaughey. Well, who doesn't like I Matthew do McConaughey? Too. But the problem is, is that every time I think of Matthew McConaughey now, I think of Rust Cole from um, Oh yeah, True Detective. That awesome. is just the epitome of him. So going yeah. into it, you know, that's I'm thinking that, and this really because I was, I often think the Lincoln Lawyer. Nope. Have you seen True Detective? 
I can't watch that show. It bothers me. You should watch it. It's amazing. It gives It'll blow me your the heebie-jeebies. You know, we do have the it. creepy crawlies. We we the have it. like we own the entire season. You can just I sit down with your binge. I don't want to see it. It's it gives me it the gives no. We can do it. Animals. The heebie-jeebies. You'll like it though. I know. I don't think I will. I've never seen it. Tony and I tend to have a thing where he watches stuff and he tells me whether or not I should. Hey, Tony, you want to watch me? Can I come back to this? Oh, yeah. He's like, I loved it and it was excellent, but you wouldn't like it. I feel it. like, the, I, I know that it's excellent, and but I feel like it's too intense for me and I won't be able to, like, too realistic. Mm-hmm. I can't. I don't mm-hmm. think it would be. All right, there's a line in, from mm-hmm. Russ Cole gives with all the dick swagger you have. Like, you don't use words. Who uses phrases like that? You do. I've never used that, but I'm you always should. waiting to, for it. <laughs> You're keeping it in your back pocket? I'm keeping it. Yeah. Like, all right. Pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But I digress. But I digress. All right. Can we, can we start now? Or? I yeah, think okay. so. No more shout Ladies, outs, do we have any other format issues? It wasn't a tangent. It's okay. the format oh, one more of shout the out. podcast. <laughs> we got to do another shout out. What's that? Oh, what's up, Mac? Is that thing real in your face? That mustache is growing? Is that thing real? Okay. Shout out. He doesn't, he doesn't listen to our podcast. I know. He's ben a does, jerk though. face. What's up, Ben? Hey, Ben. <laughs> We're going to do a special podcast. We loved our last episode, shout out. too. <laughs> that right. Harley Davidson? So what Rock movie on. is this again? Oh, yeah. Frailty. Frailty. It's your movie, The dude. movie opens up on old black and white. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, Chupacabra came across the table here. I'm trying not to fidget. Oh. You shouldn't fidget. Where's your Play-Doh? I... Didn't Ooh, bring it we today. should get you some silly putty or something. Quiet That's what play. I was playing the last time. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, when she fiddles, you can hear it on because the... Because all the podcast universe needs to know that I'm slightly fidgety, and I try not to click my pen or play with my paper. Hey, you felt That's the need to... That's why I'm making all that noise. Carly would, so. well, you felt the need to tell everybody, like, six episodes ago that we were sitting across from each other. So. You're the one that left the square table out of the bag. Damn. So, anyway, black and white screen. There's this movie. Hit me with it. Old uh, black and white pictures of, uh, I assume, crime scenes. Some of them are just people standing around, and some of them are bloody murders. Um, there's headlines about terrible murders uh, also that scroll, as, as the credits, the names and stuff scroll across the screen. Then I, we, what's that? I liked that opening, mm-hmm. and I liked the super creepy music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of really puts you in the mood. Set the mood, yeah. Yeah. Then, uh, FBI, then we head to FBI headquarters in Dallas. Powers Booth is an agent investigating the God God's Hands killings. That's a really good name. Yeah. Like, if I was a, uh, a good homicide detective, I'd want to catch the God's Hand case. But when, he, when yeah. we pull up on him and he gets out of his car and he starts walking to the building, my initial thought as I wrote it down... Dude gets out of car at FBI headquarters in Dallas. He is creepy right off the bat. Right off the bat, is he a bad guy? That was, <laughs> was that was guy? my very first thought. This dude is a bad guy. <laughs> I didn't. He's I, a little creepy. He's Our creepy. Dude, he's a little creepy looking. Like, that was the vibe I got. I got I got no that. nonsense FBI agent. Oh, I got creepy. I got that's the dude guy. from Rapid Fire. <laughs> well, I thought who's that? Oh, it's Curly Bill. So I didn't okay. have any of those. Of course you didn't, dear. <laughs> so Matthew That's McCon- why we have her on the podcast, folks. <laughs> he uh, It's like Oh, Robert De Niro, he looks like a promising actor. What's he been in? <laughs> He's going places. <laughs> I like him. He, he should do some other stuff. Him and that Julie Foster. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So Booth goes to his <laughs> office. <laughs> oh, and we broke her. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so we're a minute into this movie. <laughs> and we're 17 minutes into the podcast. It means 10.25 p.m. <laughs> All right. Because it hopefully tells us that. It does, it does. Not 10.26. So Booth rolls into his office, and uh, Matthew McConaughey, or Fenton Meeks, as he's known, is in his office. And he says he has information about the murders he's looking for. Uh, Powers Booth's name's Doyle. He is uh, naturally skeptical. Fenn says his brother Adam is the God's Hands killer. He got a call from him last night, and he was freaking out, and then he killed himself. Powers is still not buying all this, but needs to check out check it out because it's death. Fenn explains that he <clears throat> that he has to get his story this story off of his chest, and begins to tell him his uh, pretty much his life story from childhood. He tells Powers uh, about when he about it starts in 1979. When in the year of our Lord. When he and his brother were both really, really little, little kids. This initial exchange is good, because he's like, he comes in and he's like, who is this Yahoo that's in my office? And um, Fenton is touching all his stuff and holding this picture of him and his mother and being all creepy and weird and yeah. acting like a crazy person. That's and, what, and that picture is what you call foreshadowing. Don't spoil the twist before the twist. Initially, he tells just a little bit about his brother, and he thinks he's the killer, and then the the FBI agent goes and makes the phone call to confirm that... With the, the sheriff. With of the that. sheriff of that town. He says you stole an ambulance. The town of meat. i got to say, this is a pretty <laughs> forgiving sheriff, because if I steal an ambulance here in our city, I'm pretty sure I'm going to jail for that. Yeah, yeah. well, he even says that. He's like, small I towns. small towns. Yeah. Um, we, we flash back to the, uh, the two boys. They were running around singing, uh, religious songs, uh, while they... No, no, one was singing, he's like, I don't want to sing that. Well, yeah, he, <laughs> he kind of dupes them into singing the other parts of it. Um, and they go to the Thurman Rose Garden. Um, you, you learn that their mother died in childbirth with, um, Adam? Yeah. 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 The names get a little confusing. Tony gets confused. Well, they're Adam and Steve. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're Adam and Fenton. No, it's funny. It was a joke. Adam and Eve, Adam and Steve. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, but that's not a funny joke when you're talking about brothers. Because that's incest, and that's gross. And incest is wrong. Also, this is a good time to bring up. Asleep <laughs> means no. Fellas, don't if, wait. if she's asleep, no. And ladies, don't get passed out uh, blackout drunk. We're going in that that goes vice versa for right, ladies. Yeah. If he's asleep, that means no. Uh huh. Fellas, don't get passed out drunk. Right, blackout drunk. Yeah. See, this is our public because we care about our listeners here. We want you to be safe. I'm so glad your mom is listening now because <laughs> I really want to hear her reaction to your public service announcements. <laughs> mom, give me a call later. Let me know what you think. <laughs> when you send us the stuffing, just drop a little. <laughs> I don't think you can mail stuffing. I mean, Tony she can try. <laughs> hey, hey, people get blue apron, and that's mailing you food. So you can definitely mail food through the post. And, Mom, we have a, a good feeling you're going to figure that out, and Tony's looking forward to it. She sends Binulata, that's food. Yeah, but that has a shelf life of like a decade. <laughs> he said that, not me, Gene. That wasn't me. That was your son. So, anyway, so, so the boy's dad <laughs> comes home late. Uh, so Fenton basically has to take care of his brother and uh, makes everybody dinner. They sit around the table and have family talk. You know, how's your grades? Blah, 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 blah. There's a good Adam. line here that, that where Adam goes, I sure love peas. 
Which made me happy. Yeah, I know. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Nobody likes peas. I love peas. And then the dad goes, you better be careful. You might turn into one. Which I thought was funny because that's the kind of stuff that John says. <laughs> might get Well, because my grandfather told me if you eat broccoli, it'll turn you green. Like all vegetables, if they're green, they'll turn you green. Which I think he was just messing with my and mother. If you, and it worked. <laughs> and be careful of potatoes because they'll give you spuds. Right. So shout out to grandpa too. But I sure love peas. I did think the, the little kid was a little over the top, like he was a walking commercial. I sure love peas. And then he's like, don't let those bed bugs bite. Like, he's just, he's just an adorable, happy little kid. He's, yeah, he's little, just a happy he's little, little kid. too much for me. Who loves the Lord. <laughs> and peas. And peas. And they seem to be the all-American family. In the year of our Lord. Minus mom. 1979. Uh, yeah. And Fenton uh, explains that they didn't have any other family. The rest of any family that they had had died or had no real interest in them. So because them. Yeah, they're weird. Yeah. In the middle of the night, their dad does come home um, and wakes them up. He explains that God came to him in a vision. It was and, an angel. Well, through, through an angel. Through an angel. And the angel says that the end of the world is coming and they have to be, uh, have been chosen to hunt the demons. Now, did he tell you which angel it was? No. Because later on, the angel has a flaming sword. So it's Michael. That would be my, my guess is that it's Michael who came to him. Although, Raphael has one too, I think. But I don't know, it's been a while. <laughs> I thought, so so which... I'm thinking Michael, so I'm like, battle! That's well, he had I'm a shield thinking. too, didn't he? Didn't he have a shield and a flaming sword? Sure. I yeah. can't remember. And a beard. And a beard and long, uh, wavy mullet hair. Would you like to know about the actor that played um, the angel? What is he billed as? Well, <laughs> Is he billed as Michael as or Raphael? Angel. <laughs> he's billed as angel. No. Not archangel, just Angel. Well, that doesn't help. Tell, go back. The and Angel. <laughs> his name is Edmund Scott Ratliff, and it's the only acting role this gentleman ever did because he's been in set design forever. All of his other credits are either set design, set dresser, and props. So he was just probably this guy working on this movie, and, and they were like, like, hey, yes. we need you. He had a we, beard and long hair. And put like, this yeah, on. Kind of looks like an angel. <laughs> like, you. <laughs> Suit up. <laughs> I just thought that was great. That is pretty cool. All right. Way to go, Ed. So, way to go. Ed, if you'd like to come on the podcast, we'd love to have you talk about the movie. <laughs> so they've been, they're, they're the chosen ones to hunt the demons. They're the God's hands. <clears throat> the God's hand. Mm. Fenton is not buying this. Dad says that <clears throat> he can see the demons hiding in human form, and eventually the boys will too. God will send them. Now, this might be, maybe this is a, mes- a mistake, but this is what I heard. God will send them three weapons? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. How many weapons did you count? Two. There's Unless you count gloves. two gloves. Yeah, the, the gloves. Glo- okay. The gloves are the third weapon because when he touches them, he sees their de- okay, the so sins. The so he has to use the gloves okay. to catch them so that he doesn't get the demon vision. No, actually the third weapon was a little ball that he throws at them and gets them trapped inside of it. No, no. It's Pokemon, I think. Oh, sh- sorry. But, something else. But it's funny because Adam is like, are we? Get, we're like superheroes. What's our superpower? Mm-hmm. I can see the demons. And that was really weird. I don't know why I have a southern accent here in Texas. <laughs> That's why, because they were in Texas. All right, Matthew. Um, all right, all right. Also, the, God, uh, the dad explains that they cannot tell anybody outside of the family. Well, they, yeah. And then they all go back to sleep. And then Dad wakes them up for school. Like nothing happened. Nothing happened. Like you do. Fenton's like, okay, it was just a dream. Little brother buys it completely, and Fenton again, not so much. And they have a cool-ass El Camino. That, that was a pretty cool El Camino. I loved El Caminos when I was a kid. You don't see them much. We should get you an El They have a new El Camino out. Really? Yeah, but last, it's not as cool. I think last year they started... I don't know what Last year or the year before, they started making them again. I would... 
I used to think they were ridiculous, but now I kind of oh. feel like I could rock an El Camino. I always loved them. No, you won't. I called I them El Camino. No, when I was little. Veto. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and veto the El Camino. <laughs> Listeners, if you'd like to see uh, Lane and El Camino, I'm, go ahead and hashtag our, El Camino. <laughs> our great, great um, Mexican listeners, I'm sorry that Carly... Uh. Did a terrible pronunciation of El Camino. That's what I called them when I was little. Right. That's not Big, what I call oh, them now. Now seems like a good time to give a shout out to our uh, our Croatian fans <laughs> and our Russia. Mexican fans and our Can we Russian talk about fans. This movie? I gotta make sure I give a shout out to the people. He's I'm really, a man of the people. He's really okay? doing shout outs today. I'm really into my shout outs because that's what you do. Okay. <laughs> shout out to the fans. We don't have that many fans. If you email us. At the under <laughs> unmovie podcast at gmail dot com. Okay, yeah, but I'm give gonna, us I'm your names. Plugs. <laughs> he'll, and give us your actual names. He'll say them. But he'll right. If you want to hear your name on this podcast, you give you say, tweet it out, shout it out, tout it out. That's not a thing anymore. Please right. don't <laughs> shout it. We can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Tony. Oh, so man. eventually, their dad starts to bring home the magic weapons. Where did he find these? Are they just something on the road? Well, or did you see the, the sun uh, shone on the barn? Yeah, well, I'll get into that. Like, I remember Otis. Yeah. Other yeah. than Otis, I don't remember. Oh, so, he didn't tell you well, where he got the driving, last one. And he sees, as he's driving, he sees this giant light shining down on a barn. He pulls up to the barn, and inside the barn, the roof is broken, and light still shining through down onto this, uh, what's it, a uh, stump? Mm-hmm. And it has an axe in it that says Otis on it. Now, what is the significance of Otis? This week on Hatchet Chat. <laughs> <laughs> I lo- I saw that Otis stands for only what is it only the innocent, innocent survive. survive. Yeah. Now I also lo- I looked into this a little bit and mm-hmm. evidently it was the name of a guy who was on set. Okay. Yeah. Like he was like a homeless guy or something like that. I don't remember the details. Really? I know yeah. that they that Paxton picked it because he wanted he wanted there to be something significant about the axe. Give it its own mm-hmm. character, yeah. if you will. So it was kind of special. And, but they never say, so it makes you want to be like, I damn it, now i got to Google it. He broke it in this dude's barn yeah. well, and stole his axe. Yeah. I don't know if he broke in. It is close. And I bet you the guy whose barn he broke into was Otis. Maybe. It's a pretty cool axe. Like, I want one like that. Mom, if you're listening, Christmas <laughs> is coming. <laughs> I'm, I'm just joking. Just kidding. Dad, if you want to send it, that'd be better. Oh, so, man. Paxton says the I don't want to kill anybody with it. Don't give me the face. <laughs> <laughs> Paxton says the angel will bring him the names of seven demons. Um, Dad can tell that Fenton isn't a believer and sits him down to have a talk with him about it. It seems that at work, an angel has brought him a list. He's uh, underneath a car and they're, I guess, grinding something down and all this light flashes around him. That's when they see this angel angel. descend down. We're going to call him Michael. Michael? Mm -hmm. Flaming Sword. Either that or Loki. Yeah. Um... Ben thinks Dad's cuckoo for Kofuko Puffs, but uh, Dad's like, no. He puts the gloves on and goes and catches the demons to bring them home, and then they're going to kill them. Adam uh, try, Adam uh, gets into this so much, and, and he starts to try to make a list as well, uh, but Dad looks through it and explains that that isn't how it works, and that Adam's just trying to kill his destroying, kill destroying demons is a good thing. Killing people is bad. <laughs> I thought that was a good great life, line good life and important, important distinction. That's awesome. Destroying demons so, is a good thing. Killing people is so bad. So, listeners, if you're out there, killing demons is a good thing. People's bad. Destroying demons. We don't kill anybody. Either way. I've never but killed you know anybody what? in my life. Let's be safe. Don't kill anybody. Don't destroy any demons. Don't kill anybody. Let's, let's err on the side of caution. <laughs> Unless they have, like, you know, bat wings and stuff, you should be all right. Parademons? Ooh, parademons. If you see a parademon, kill that fucking thing, because those aren't real. We'll get to that. 
But uh, oh, were you doing Batman versus Superman? Were these maybe demons real? Dad's delusional. I kept wondering, is this when he? Ha- I'm like, is he a paranoid schizophrenic? Has he had a psychotic break? Like the whole time, I'm mm-hmm. terrified for these kids. You know these what? Guys had uh, a psychotic break. I know what the problem was. Bill Paxton, didn't, you know, since the mother died, no stuffing. Mm. So that'll do it. <laughs> it does make people do crazy things. <laughs> oh goodness! So uh, Fenton. I thought torn. he had a mental illness. As yeah, a, I'm, of course. I'm like very worried about these kids, especially Fenton. I'm like, oh my god. I'm worried about Adam because Fenton is cha- is challenging the delusion, and Adam's going with it. Adam Good. seems to want to. Adam's like, yeah, let's kill some demons. Well, mm-hmm. Adam's also littler. Would you show? Know. Yeah, did they say how old they were? They may uh, have. I don't know. We also we all we know is that um, Fenton is three years older than Adam. Yeah, because he looked like maybe he was well based on TikTok, which we haven't gotten to yet. He Where seemed is like their TikTok in this. Him and, I'll point it out when we get there. Oh, I know what she's talking about. <laughs> um, he seems like he's maybe 12 or 13, so you would think that Adam is like 8 or 9. See, and speaking of the weapons, everybody knows if you're going to kill a demon, you need a golf club. <laughs> like, that's what the preferred weapon is, killing demons. You know what I'm talking it's about. It's my preferred weapon. Only if it's been blessed by a cardinal. Cardinal Glick, to be specific. All right. So Fenton is torn between the love of, and loyalty of his dad and family and doing what he knows is right. He tries to tell... Uh, the local sheriff, but can't. It stops at the last second. Uh, one night, Dad, again, doesn't come home on time, and Fenton tries to explain to his brother that Dad's probably crazy and is going to go murder people. Adam still doesn't believe it. Uh, He's doing the Lord's work. You need exactly. Dad, again, does come home late, uh, finally, and he's carrying someone with him that he apparently has captured and tied up. Fenton and Adam followed, followed Dad to the barn, um, dad throws the person down and, and opens it up, and the dad and he explains that this lady is a demon. Now the weird part is, uh, it, it, for me anyway, at this point in the movie, what kind of weirded me out a little bit is that he has this list, and then God leads them, supposedly leads him to where they're at. Yeah. So that was a little weird for me. But then later you see that he has a white pages. So. <laughs> okay. But it is weird. Like, where does he get? Okay. Where did you get the names? Where did he get these names? Obviously from God. But where does he? Where is he getting <clears throat> these names? Yeah. Because he gets mm-hmm. these names, and then he obviously goes to the phone book and it, looks it up. They're from the Lord. But running on the assumption that he has a mental illness, and this is not really from the Lord. Yeah. The question like, where did he see these arises, names? How is he picking them? Well, at first I thought, oh, he's going to pick people that have wronged him in some way. Well, if you look at the names, they're not really out No, I, I thought it was going to be random strangers. They're from all over the but state. But he had an actual list. Yeah, he yes, had a it, list. Like, just think of a name right now. Think of a name. Go. Say you Bob, we ought to be beats boy. <laughs> I thought John Smith. That's John, the first name that John in my Smith. Head. You're gonna have a lot of people dead with that <laughs> yeah, yeah. name. Well, that but you need a bigger barn. <laughs> well, but Cynthia Harbridge is not John Cynthia Smith. Harbridge. She's on the list. That is victim number one. I know. That's why I said she's but on the list. But it does. <laughs> it does make me wonder where did he? You know, running on that assumption, where are these names coming I mean, from? Yeah, but later we see him with open white pages writing stuff down. So I'm like, okay, maybe he's just pulling random shit out of the white pages and having. Um, you know, writing it down. Yeah. For our listeners, the white pages are a book. <laughs> For our young listeners. <laughs> yeah, a book that used to come around with everybody's, you know. Name and name address, and address in it, you know. This was you could just find people. Yeah. Like nowadays you have to Google it and then they want you to pay for that. Well, I, think you, I think you used to be able to pay to not be in the white pages, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. Which seemed kind of weird. <laughs> we break out of the uh, flashback and uh, the agent's uh, still not really believing Fenton's story. 
but he's definitely going to listen to somebody that with somebody telling the story. Mm-hmm. Fenn explains. It's a good story. Yeah, Fenn explains how his dad um, chopped chopped her up and then buried her in the rose garden. Um, afterwards, young Fenton starts to cry, obviously tra- traumatized. Wouldn't that traumatize well, you? Here we yeah. get the first. He tells the F, he, the way he tells the FBI agent. He's like he believed when he laid Doyle. his hands on her, revealed her sins. Like he's just, it's very matter of factly. Like my father did this horrendous thing, and he was in this crazy delusion because he thought when he touched her, he could see her sins, and it's it just very upsetting the way this is delivered in just this serious way is very like I'm definitely I think well acted because it was very upsetting yeah <laughs> she was disturbed Matthew McConaughey very upsetting and dad dad explains to him that more people are going more demons are going to have to be destroyed and he kind of needs to get on board and then explains to Fenton that if he if he tells anybody outside of the family then someone's going to have to die there was also, like, they're burying the body, and he's like, no, no, you're doing it wrong. It has to be done a specific yeah. way. The Lord told me, or the angel mm-hmm. told the me. The angel told him. In the year of our Lord. Now, Powers says, uh, Agent Powers says that, uh, what's his name, Doyle? Doyle. Agent, Agent Doyle says that they can go uh, go down and check out the Rose Garden together. And uh, he throws Fenton some handcuffs, tells him to put them on for safety reasons. And then they pop in his uh, car and head out that way. Because when they okay. start to go, I was like... He's just going to get in the car with him? How do we know he's not a bad guy? Well, he's like... Because he gets... They're, one of the they're talking, and it seems like the FBI agent is very still very skeptical. And he's mm-hmm. like... So he says, so you only found one... I, only, I read in the paper that you only found one body. Is that true? And um, the FBI agent... Oh, you read in the paper. Like, he feels like, you know, kind of being like... Well, so it's because what they're saying is that the news is full of shit. Yeah. That's not me. That's the movie. And then the FBI says, yes, that's true. There was only one body found. He's like, well, I can tell you where the rest of the bodies are. And in movies, in movies, a lot of times, I don't know real detective work, but in movies, they always purposely tend to leave uh, stuff out of it. So that way they can, you know, otherwise you get copycats or people setting shit up. But this is, and I felt this, I felt like he's, I felt something, I'm like, he's tricking you, dude. Don't leave, don't leave with him. Even when he puts the handcuffs on, I'm like, he's tricking you. He's... He throws handcuffs to somebody. Just put the handcuffs on. Well, I think that's what you have to do. But the fact that he's like, I can take you to make reservations and say, hey, we'd like to arrest you, so whenever it's convenient, come on down. He doesn't say where the bodies are. He says, I can show you. So So if I'm arresting you, I'm putting handcuffs on you, but if I hand you handcuffs and tell you to put them on, that's different? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) I didn't know. I was just like, it's a little weird. I'm just messing with you. Okay. I was just like, I'm not throwing some crazy, possible crazy dude... Because in metal handcuffs. In, in reality, you're just handing him a weapon. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking too. But, but either way, but it looks cool in the movie. But I'm like, he's tricking you, dude. Don't get in that car with him. Also, he probably wouldn't go alone. Yeah, and once you're in the, once he's in the car, like when the other dude's like, "Hey, man, I know you're here alone, but I want to go home. So, bye." Yeah. And he's yeah. like, yeah, "Yeah, go." I know. Can we that not wait happen. till tomorrow? Yeah, he's like, "Are you okay here? Because it's late and I'm supposed to leave." And no, no, don't leave me alone with this crazy person. Like, that he shouldn't even all about a murder. Even a question. He'd just be like, "All right, well, we're gonna be here until the end of the day, and when this guy shuts up, because that's what you do." Yeah. He's like, nah, fuck you, man, you're on your own. Um, the agent asks why uh, Fenton, Fenton didn't come forward sooner, and then uh, Fenton doesn't answer and asks about the agent's mother. agent says his mother was killed, and they never caught the person that did it. He also says that he thinks Fenton is hiding something, by the way, that he's acting. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so they flash, go back into the flashbacks again. It kind of cuts back and forth between present and past. When they go back into the flashbacks, mm -hmm. Fenton says that it had been a whole month and nobody talked about it and it was kind of, you know, and he's with his friend and they're talking about Daisy Duke. Mm -hmm. All right? Look at them girls with the Daisy Dukes, though. And oh, then his, his friend says, I'd love to see her tits. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which makes There's me think. Which I really feel like we should have an intro for TikTok. <laughs> you know? And Axe Chat. Yeah. Axe in this movie, Axe in Deep Blue Sea, Axe in Friday the 13th. Well, stuff I'm, running all through these movies. And, and but, the losers, you wanted to ask him a question? But it was kind of funny because, so his friend wants him to spend the night or go somewhere or something like that. And he's like, well, I have to ask my dad. And dad, of course, says no. But there's, but the kid's like, I'd love to see her tits. Which makes me think that he's got to be 13. Because as we all know, 13-year-old boys, 12, 13, is when boys talk about women in an inappropriate manner. Uh -huh. Which we learned in the last uh, round. I'm sorry, we're going to have to, um, I'm going to have to throw the flag and go, and what authority of research have you done to yeah, say that I've that's the age? anything appropriate about a woman. That's right. Oh. At the, the, like 13-year-old boys become inappropriate. First of all, we're way more inappropriate way before that. You have no idea. You just find <laughs> out about it at Maybe like five. Well, <laughs> yeah, but maybe they six. They seem young, and we learned when we watched The Last Dragon that that's how boys talk. So I was thinking he's probably oh, me and Tony 12, that. 13. <laughs> that's when you really think about girls' tits. I mean, I feel like that's... Okay, well, you keep thinking about that, and you'd be wrong. I don't know why you have such a problem with my inference because based you, on TikTok. Because you're <laughs> inferring to something, and you're incorrect. I want to put... Look, I care about our listeners. So, I don't want them to have bad so information. So, based on this conversation that mm -hmm. the boys have, and the fact that we know that they're three years apart in age, how old would you guess Fenton is in these flashbacks? Twelve. I'm going with Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the That's other exactly thing is, what it leads. Well, the other thing is, of course, is this is in the 70s? Yeah, 79. So, I mean, it's different. You know, every yeah. every decade it's different. They didn't have the internet. Yeah, they, they barely had, you know, anything going back. They then. had Daisy Duke. They had 8-track tape had. players well, and Daisy have, Duke. Right? But, so they get home and there's a van in the driveway. And Stretch Armstrong. Yep, and... Um, is that the 70s? Okay, so yeah, he wants to spend the night, blah, 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 blah. Um... They get home and yeah, Dad's got a nice new murder van, uh, and and then this is when you see Dad looking through the white pages and um, and pulling. You know, I guess I guess he's got names and he's pulling the addresses from the white pages. Yeah. Is what we were talking about, right? So <clears throat> now the three of them go out and they're gonna abduct somebody, like you do, yeah, and bring him back to this barn for some killing. Yeah, this is the uh, older gentleman, right? That they do the whole. Yes, I lost it goes my dog in the hardware store. Mm -hmm. yes. I know. Had his Bob's son. discount center. I wrote that down because I was like, what is that his called? His poor son is sitting there crying. But no, I'm yeah. into your car. No one is about to kill this dude. That's yeah. why he was crying. No Those shit. Those weren't fake tears. That was, I don't want to do this. My dad's a crazy murderer. Mm -hmm. Please don't make me participate. I'm sobbing and crying. Well, like Vince Vaughn said and Mr. and Mrs. Smith, people need killing. Proceed. Well, I thought, now this this part is where I started kind of trying to figure stuff out, because like I said, it's been 10 years since I've seen this movie. So I was like, well, maybe this guy, because uh, the dad specifically says that this guy murders children or babies. Yeah. So I thought maybe he was an abortion doctor or something. You know, I was trying to Ooh, maybe put something deep. together. I didn't think of that. And when he said that to me, I said, the dude has lost his mind. <laughs> we don't know that anything <laughs> he's saying nothing. is true. This is just a dude shopping in a discount center. Yeah, I'm still on dad's crazy. 
My dad is straight crazy. Fenton is the only one. Poor little Adam. And very upset. So either way, they gave, put him in the murder van and bring him back to the murder barn. And then dad chops him up. I thought I called it the murder machine. No, oh, murder machine. Excuse yeah. me. Um, then dad starts to get worried because um, Adam sees supposedly sees what dad sees but Fenton doesn't see the demons well they're burying the body and Fenton is like you've been brainwashed I think we should run away dad's crazy he's murdering people and Adam's like no I can see it and Fenton's like no you, you're brainwashed you don't see anything dad is a murderer and Adam's like you're full of shit and Adam's like I'm gonna tell He's like, no. And he does. Yeah, and then, then, and then Dad sits uh, Fenton down to explain I that. thought this is where Fenton dies. And like, I really thought Dad he, was going to do some uh, horrible, he horrible explains, stuff. Dad explains that the angels come to him again, and the angel told the Dad something bad that he doesn't want to believe. He takes Fenton outside and makes him dig a big-ass, deep-ass hole. When they went outside? No, 15 by 15, 10 feet. Yeah, it's what? ridiculous. I was so relieved that all hole. he had to do was dig <laughs> yeah. a hole. When they went outside, I honestly thought Bill Paxton was going to take off his belt and just beat Fenton. Like, mm. that's that's 100% what I well, expected. I that he was about that. to get a whooping, and instead he makes him dig a hole. And I was like, right, oh, thank God. What is a huge First of all, hole. this is Texas in the 70s. Beating that kid would have been normal. <laughs> I know that's why I expected a beating. It could be Texas but in She expected it to be bad. <laughs> I, I expected he was going to... To, like beat him until his back was bloody. Like I expected some kind of No, he was he was gonna tan that hat. Almost biblical yeah. lashing. Spare the rod. Like have the you child. ever seen the divine secrets of Yaya? Yeah, yeah, also sisterhood? save a horse, ride a cowboy. There's a yep. horrible beating your kids moment in there and that okay, don't see that it's very upsetting. <laughs> and don't you know what this is no for all the but, like, parents I was, out there, don't beat your kids. I was preparing myself to just be Really uncomfortable, but it didn't happen. Instead, he digs a hole, and I'm thinking, is he get building a? Is he gonna put in a pool? It's <laughs> a big fucking hole, <laughs> ten feet deep. But never mind. I, that never. No, like, putting in a like, pool. That's like, never occurred to me. Not putting in a pool. <laughs> well, like he tells him, it's got to be ten feet deep and oh, fifteen shit. by fifteen feet wide in a big square, square. and I'm like. What the fuck does he's he like, need this pool? This <laughs> hole for? What's he gonna do? Put in a pool? He's like, look, son, we're gonna Shit. get, we're gonna destroy demons and stuff, but that don't mean we can't relax. You know, have a nice pool. Because <laughs> after a good day of killing demons, you gotta relax <laughs> in the pool. And his dad tells him to pray while he digs. Yeah. I want you to pray. Talk to the so Lord. So then digs and digs, digs all day long until his hands blister up and then tear and then bleed. And Fenton says that he uses his anger of God to help him dig the hole. He was hole. not gonna pray. Um, then he That's explains right. that he can't leave, despite wanting to, because he loves his brother. And really, when he thought about it, he had nowhere to go anyway. Um, and so Fenton, yeah, Fenton jacks his hands up digging. Um, his dad tells him to take a break, and uh, you know, use some break. gloves and give me a break. Be a little break smarter about it. But he says no, and he keeps digging every day and bleeds more and more for five days. And this. And on the seventh day, by he rested. The, by the sixth day, that hole was as dark and deep as my hatred for Dad's God. Mm-hmm. For Dad's God, not the God. He said Dad's God. Dad's God. I like that distinction. Good, good line. That's that's a good distinct. Not the Lord. And they basically Lord. turned the hole into a dungeon under to put under their barn. Dad said we built a cellar, but I knew better. It was a dungeon. It was a storm cellar. Uh, the next day, Dad brings uh, another demon home. This time... Fenton has to kill him. 
but uh, he refuses and runs away. And then he goes and tells the sheriff about it. And then the sheriff, you know, listens to him, but then takes takes the kid back home to his father. I, okay, so I was so angry at the sheriff. Because the sheriff is like, you shouldn't talk about your dad that way. And I'm like, oh my god, his dad is crazy. Help this poor kid. Take off your 2017 hat and put on your 1970s Texas hat. That's I, know, the thing. I know, but I was so angry at the sheriff. I'm like, how can you not, I mean, even if you don't believe him, you can't. No, he just said his dad is crazy town. You know, this reminds me of a thing I saw. It was a movie. It was a made-for-TV movie, if you will. And it was about how a husband was beating a wife, and the officer was like, yeah, I'll get to it. Went and took a duty. Went and took a duty before he went there, and the woman died, because that was the 70s. Okay, so let's just put ourselves there. Why are you watching not for TV a fun movies? story? Why are you asking me weird <laughs> questions like that? It was, for, it was for school. It was for work. I was... <laughs> so Tony? I, I assumed I assumed the sheriff knows the dad. He seemed pretty friendly with them. It's a small town. There was, there small was a couple town. of really crazy looks, and for a second, I'm like, "Oh my god, the sheriff is in on it." This is the kind of town. There's a couple. I kind of want to watch Elaine's movie a little bit more. Your movie sounds cool. Sounds on this killing and they have a pool. The sheriff's like, because the sheriff totally doesn't believe him, and he takes him home, and he tells the, and he knocks on the front door. He's like, "Well, we're going to talk to your dad first, because Fenton." thinks for a second he's got the sheriff convinced and then he talks to the dad and dad makes it sound like Fenton is the crazy one which <coughs> totally gaslighting this poor kid and then um and then there's well I reckon I better see this that seller so we can shut him up <laughs> so we can shut him up and the dad's like well if you gotta, you gotta. And I'm like, oh my god. And then he looks at Fenton and he goes, does he gotta? Yeah. And, then and that's like, his like, way oh, of saying, somebody's like, I'm gonna, gonna die. kill him. Like, like, and for a second there, I'm like, right before he looks, gives Fenton a look, and for a second I'm like, oh my god, the sheriff is in on it. He knows that it's a murder. And then, and then he looks at Fenton and I'm like, oh my god, the sheriff is about to get murdered. It's yeah. very, like... Spoiler alert! A lot of back and forth in this. Well, scene. they they really let you know because the way the dad yeah. looks. Yeah, at when Fenton, Bill Paxton looks in with the crazy eyes, like, is it, is it time? Does he yeah, gotta like, know? So I told go, you somebody was gonna die if you told. So they go down the cellar. They look around. There's nothing down there, and then um, the boys like, I don't understand. Blaga 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 blaga, and then the sheriff. Blaga 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 blaga. The sheriff yeah. is leaving, sheriff and he's like, ready. I can show you where the bodies are buried. And they start to walk up the stairways, and that's when Sheriff catches old Otis in the chest. And then falls down. Poor sheriff. Then, he really then, didn't believe Fenton. Well, I mean, yeah. And he didn't die right away. And it's yeah. very horrible because he's like looking at Fenton, and Fenton is like, "You didn't have to kill him." And which is kind of cool. I I, I, I hate to be weird about it, but I get a little tired of movies where somebody just gets hit. Like, if I shoot you in the stomach, you don't just die like a video game. You die for, like, hours. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Hit you in the chest with an axe, you're probably not going to die in, like, a second. You're probably going to linger for about 30 seconds. Oh, about a minute, they say. If, you, if your heart stops, you have about a minute. Yeah. So, you know. But either way. Because there's still oxygen in your blood, and you're still going there. But even then, your body is going to crack out, but your mind is still alive. Yeah. You just can't do shit with it. <laughs> Which has really got to be scary. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh-oh, my body's not working. I'm dying. <laughs> Holy shit. So, uh, so Dad reiterates to Fenton that basically whenever they tell somebody, they're going to have to die. And then afterwards, Dad explains that the uh, angel said, said that Fenton is a demon and he should be killed. But he won't believe that of his own son, that his own son's a demon. And Michael but, with the flaming sword? I'd believe him. <laughs> but he also can't trust his son anymore. 
so he decides to put Fenton into the cellar to lock him in there, he and then he nails the it shut. Dungeon. Yeah. Like with everything. Elaine looks so horrified. I was. He's like, so I got a duty, man. <laughs> yeah. I was so upset by this that he locked him in the murder cellar because he's like, like Fenton is so upset by the fact that his crazy dad is murdering people, and then he locks him in the room where his dad is murdering. Oh. But he kind of that will change. That's what they call a game changer because that's that's one of those moments in life that you're always going to remember, mm-hmm. and it changes you. Some this shit is changes. One of the things at the end. I mean, I'm guessing here I've never been locked in a cellar. <laughs> <laughs> My dad loved me and would never lock me in a cellar. So, hey, Dad, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing this will fuck you up. <laughs> I imagine so. So, <clears throat> Adam shows up periodically and uh, brings his brother some water. One glass of water dad per won't day. Like. Drops it through a little knot hole. Yes. And he's not allowed to have any food. Open up your mouth now, son. No food and one glass of water. Per day. Per day. How long do you think someone could realistically survive? Five days. Our a person? Uh, probably that. But this little boy? I don't know. Because he's not, he's not a heavy well, boy. He says that... He, so he's trapped there for a week and his dad asks him... Because he's supposed to pray mm-hmm. while he's down there. That's what he's supposed to do. He's supposed so to you pray. talk to the Lord. And after a week, he's asked him and he's like, there is no God. And then after that, he loses track. Mm-hmm. Well, he locks him. Yeah. They, gonna, eventually like they say it was three yeah. weeks, I think. Yeah, he he says it's like a week or t- no. like another week or two or three. So it's you know you don't really know, but I've, it's been a while. I yeah. want longer than a little boy needs to be locked into a I want to say that I've heard you can go if you just have water, you can go for about three weeks. But he's not getting enough, enough water. water. It's one glass a day. So and then I it has know. to stink. Yeah. I mean, I know he hasn't anything left to. He's not going to boom boom because there's nothing in. <laughs> he's got to be urinating down well, there. There's no well, urination on the, one glass a but day. But in the very beginning, in the very beginning, he says, "I have to go to the bathroom. Let me out." And Adam's like, "Dad won't let me." And he eats pretty healthy before that. So, so <laughs> not to be gross. I'm sure there was a, at least a couple, a couple days of. Deck, of you know? He's probably got one good boom yeah. boom in him. Yeah. I guess it's good though that the. Ground down there seemed to be dirt, so at least well, he could bury it. He could go in the far corner because it is fifteen feet away, and he it's does seem room. to post up on the cellar steps. But I was very upset. By yeah. And when they do this, well, you should be. It's a fucked up says, thing to do. He says, "I fi- I lost track of the days, and then finally I saw God." And I'm like, "Oh my God, they're going to open the cellar, and he's going to be this emancipated little mm-hmm. thing, and I'm not going to be able to look at it." And I was very upset. I did think they did a good job when they brought him out of making him look oh no I heard they actually deprived him of food and water for 70 no that's not true (laughs) (laughs) it's like really she looks so like really I had that horrified look like a lady no, but only like only Jake Gyllenhaal would do that with yeah. the makeup the to make Bale. him Christian Bale. Bale yeah, <laughs> Christian Sunken. Bale would just. No, I'm not eating. <laughs> Maybe Tom Hanks. Maybe Tom Hanks. And, yeah, Tom Hanks and Andrew Lincoln. But, but that's really, it. He really Johnny Depp and probably Daniel wrong. Day Lewis. Probably. No. <laughs> no. All right. So poor kid. Uh, ben says that God's talked to him, and he's finally come around. He's on board. Um, oh, we kill some fucking which demons. I'm gonna tell you right now, right off the bat. I I believed that he had some sort of vision because, you know, you hallucinating you, from yeah you're hallucinating. <laughs> but I did not at any point believe that he was now on he's now board, on board yeah. with what his dad is. You, you, you I, thought he was he faking said, the funk. Well, yeah. he said God told me what I have to do, yeah. and I was but like, he didn't say what he it was. had said earlier that his father was deceased to the FBI agent. So I'm like, okay, God told him to kill his dad. 
<laughs> yeah, see, because if I was down there and That's like instantly, what even I if I had not seen the Lord, and they're like, "Have you seen G God?" Like, "Oh yeah, yep. I've seen him. He's down here with me." I, it wouldn't even taken me a whole week <laughs> to start seeing the Lord. Like, let me tell you, I, I, I see God. And like, he wants uh, me to eat stuffing. I'll be like uh, Winston and Ghostbusters. <laughs> if there's a steady paycheck in it, I believe anything you say. <laughs> I don't know. It wouldn't even taken me three days. I think. Yeah. To fake a vision about of God. About <laughs> hour and a half. I'm good. <laughs> you didn't even chop up. Hand me the axe. Otis to me. God I'm in. They got stuffing because then all these motherfuckers are going to pay. I'll tell you that much. Oh, but anyway. Man. Okay. All right. So they head to this. I'm going to kill more demons than the last witch hunter. Let's go. Adam really wants to come and they're like, no, you stay here. It's not your time yet, Adam. We're going we're gonna to leave this the little kid alone while we go murder somebody. Good idea. But anyway, they roll out and uh, head to this man's house. Um, Who's a dick? Yeah, he really is. They bang on the door. And this, yells uh, a woman. Older, older, uh, weird guy answers, and they tell dad tells him that uh, they have a flat tire and they need to borrow his tire iron. The man kind of looks at him, a little skeptical, but he's like, "Ah, fuck it," and takes them back to his shed and and uh, gets them a tire iron. First, he yells at his wife. But I was wondering at this point because he seems sort of creepy to me I yeah. was thinking yeah. is he some sort of murderer is he saying come back to my shed I'm gonna kill you well, and make a meat soup well <laughs> well maybe he might have it puts the lotion on him in the basket he takes it he's like oh I found my tire iron and goes to kill dad with well, it well hold on now wait a minute what happened was puppy breaks there Daryl. He, he gets the tire iron and uh Fenton Hits one of his, um, hits some of his hanging hammers and shit on the wall, and then the man looks back in time to see uh, that Paxton was coming at him with the thing, and then hits Paxton with his tire iron. So I think that's what that's what I'm I saw. A, I might I might have missed that bit. Okay. I was very this at this point. Well, Lane was day drinking. Either way, Finn no, hits him in the no, head with a ball peen hammer, and I was like, holy shit! At this point in the movie, I'm very. This movie is doing its job. I'm very uncomfortable. I'm very creeped out. I know I'm Confused. very concerned for Fenton. I think Dad is crazy town, and I'm super upset that Fenton might actually be on board with this God, with God's plan to murder all the perfectly fine people. Even they're not the killing like anybody. A, they're destroying <laughs> demons. Okay? Yeah, but I don't believe they're demons. Well, they yeah. sure. Even though this guy seems like <laughs> an asshat, I don't believe they're demons. Collateral damage is going to happen when you're in the business of killing demons. But yeah, okay? so Fenton saves Get Dad's blood. So or whatever. He, he hits him in the head. Uh, Fenton hits the man in the head with a ball peen hammer, and then uh, Dad hits him with the uh, what did he have? The pipe, the pipe or, or the lead pipe? It's, like pipe. it's, it's not. No, it's, it's the pipe of the Lord. Oh, it's Lord the lead pipe. It's the Lord's pipe. So um, they take him back to the the murder place. Um, <laughs> to the murder, murder shed. Murder shed. Dad sits by him, and uh, Adam has the axe. Otis. Otis. If, if you name an axe, go ahead and use the name. Yeah. Come on. It's like Mjolnir. You have to call him Mjolnir. You don't call him the big fucking hammer. <laughs> so Adam has Odin. Or uh, Otis. Odin. <laughs> and don't add more him. names. Yeah. Tony's confused enough already. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> that was a lot of names here. Not um, really. Fantastic. <laughs> I liked it. Um, well, so they're waiting for him to do the killing strike. No. So at Fenton has the axe. Fenton right. Has the Not axe. Adam. Oh, Tony Adam. keeps getting them confused. Sorry. Well, it's confused. It's confused. <laughs> it's but it. I thought it was interesting that uh, Dad was looking at him like tears. was like he was all proud. Mm -hmm. Like this is his moment. It's finally going to kill. I just had a revelation demon. just now. 
Oh, great. Where's my pen? <laughs> you, you just use your words. It's okay. No, we're but, not there. It's, but if you like... The what you make a big deal about, our listeners are like, oh, I want to know We're now, and then you're like, I'll tell you later. Stay tuned for that, but first, a word from our sponsors. <laughs> we don't have any. Uh, Shit. <laughs> but since you said earlier I would bring up my dad, it's kind of reminiscent <laughs> to me of when I got my first tattoo and my dad took me, and he was in the waiting room, kind of like proud, proud dad. Because I was the first of his kids to get one, and my dad has a lot of tattoos. So, <laughs> so you're on dad talk. So, my yes. dad's got tattoos Reason as well. Reason one thousand and sixteen. Why Carly's dad is the coolest dad. <laughs> Excuse me, I beg to differ. My dad's the coolest dad. It was like three days I think after my, dad's my 18th cool birthday. Dad, but I'm just like all these more reasons. Well, why you're Carly's both wrong. Cool. <laughs> I'll go with any of your three. So. <laughs> <laughs> and Tony's like, not me. <laughs> not my dad. My dad is awesome. My dad's a little more packed. Too. And so is my mom. <laughs> my dad has lots of kids. He'll probably claim you too. <laughs> Your dad Anyways. has lots of kids. So They're Fenton, all daughters. Fenton, <laughs> Except for your brother. He can one. use another son. He can use another son. Fenton raises <laughs> Otis. In the air, and uh, the dad is proud. But at the last second, Fenton changes his attack and hits his dad, striking yeah. him down. I really hope my son. Which I thought was going to happen the whole time. Mm-hmm. Adam runs over. Crying. I was like, "Who's going to hit? Who's going to hit? Who's going to hit?" Well, yeah, because that was the defining moment. Who's he going to hit? Yeah, I knew. <laughs> I, I totally felt he was going to kill dad. But I did not know that what happened after this was going to happen. I really wish I was in the room with Elaine when she watched because we stopped watching movies together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I get frustrated. She takes so long. This movie's only like an hour and a half. She took like three hours to watch this movie. That's not true. I have to stop and write notes. It's like, what are you writing notes about? Watch the movie, talk about it later. <laughs> it's Elaine Tony's job to watch yeah. it. Elaine does a lot of work, I, I didn't want to stop and take notes during this movie because I felt like it would take away from the building I didn't suspense. stop this one as much as I usually do. Like, uh, it was well, only we, a like when Tony and stopped it to write copy. notes, I was like, "Come on, I want to." <laughs> I want to know how this is going. I don't want to. I want to know if he really loves up. me. I was very, I was very into this movie. I don't really have very many notes, and really? they're very basic. So I think mm-hmm. Elaine's going to recommend it. So <laughs> anyway, oh shit! Elaine did I say that has, loud? <laughs> Elaine wants to have a big group discussion afterwards about all the things this movie brought. Well, good thing we have the, all of the listeners to group with us. I'm down. All right, so. So, oh yeah, all the cats back in the bag. <laughs> so Finn strikes his father down, Skywalker style, and Adam <laughs> runs over crying. Uh, nice way to get the Star Wars reference in, and uh, kind of hugs his dad for a second. Dad leans in and whispers something into his ear. We don't know what that is. We have an idea. Then Adam, I thought it was you're gonna have to kill Finn. Well, I mean, <laughs> we assume, but we don't know. I didn't that I didn't know what it was, but then after the next scene, next thing happens, then I was like, oh. It must be to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So Adam kills the hostage. But honestly, when Fenton takes the tape off of the hostage's mouth and he starts to scream, and we see Adam running with the axe, I didn't know which one of them he was going to kill. I thought maybe he was going to kill Fenton. Yeah. Fenton no, just killed his we dad. We know that Fenton's alive. He's an <laughs> FBI agent. Yeah, that doesn't check out. That's really. true. <laughs> See, right, I got so, so into it, I forgot about that. <laughs> pay attention. Also, Dad whispered in his ear. He said, kill that motherfucker. <laughs> Read lips, that's what I do. Oh, that's hilarious. So, I'm sorry. Anyways, they bury them both. Now, every then, time uh, I see this movie, I'm going to think about that. <laughs> it's like, so... <laughs> they bury them both, and then da- they tell the police that dad, their dad just went missing. Um, then they end up getting sent to separate orphanages, orphanages for a while. It's pretty sad. Um, the agent asks if anyone else knows about this this story that he has, and Fenton says no, nobody till now. 
and then they pull up at the Rose Garden and continue to talk. Young Fenton, young Fenton says he made a promise to young Adam that night. He tells Adam, if you ever kill Fenton, bury him in the garden, in the Rose Garden. And Fenton explains that... Tony's mumbling the name no, of no, again, no. but... <laughs> Does he... Okay, so did he say something about how he... Dad told me... Or did he say Dad told me that Fenton was a demon? Or... Because he said he said something, or Dad mm -hmm. knew Fenton was a demon, but he couldn't destroy he him. He couldn't destroy him, and he was punished. It's like part of this whole. He does speech. this whole. Uh, Dad was told to kill Fenton the same way Abraham was told to kill yeah, Isaac, yeah, yeah. but Dad couldn't do it, and he was punished for it. And so then the duty fell on to me, okay. but I had yeah. to wait. <laughs> she said duty. <laughs> <laughs> I had to wait till he was on my list. But yes, right. so he says, Adam, if you ever destroy me, promise me you'll bury me in the rose. And that's when the FBI agent is like, um... What? I wrote, twist, he's Adam? Yeah. <laughs> Who are we talking so to? So then explains to him that, to the officer or agent, I mean, that he is actually Adam. Doyle. Doyle. <laughs> um, and Adam explains... Oh, Doyle, if you will. And I wrote, oh, shit. And oh, Doyle rules. <laughs> Adam explains that he could see the demons in the people the whole time. And Adam says that uh, he knows the agent... He, he tells him that he knows that the agent killed his own mother and that the agent made this list. He touches the agent, and then we get a flashback showing that, in fact, the agent did kill his own mother. Or did he? And I was right. At the beginning, he was a bad guy. This is where it gets really weird. Because they come up this on the This is where it gets weird? Yes. This is where it gets really weird. It didn't get weird with the axe. Because the, they come I, up on, okay. the, on the bodies, and you can see all the burial mounds, <laughs> and the FBI agent is like... There's too many bodies, and Adam says Fenton didn't bury his victims. He kept them as trophies. This is where I bury demons. Mm -hmm. And then he tells it, and then he tells him that you know I know you murdered your mother. And the FBI agent is like, "How Doyle. did you, Doyle? Okay." And well, and then Adam says that he had to that he buried Fenton in the rose garden, and then he hit. I don't know. What he did to Doyle, if he stabbed him or shot him something... He cracked him in the old bean with God's but, pipe. Because he's still conscious and talking, but he's, like, stumbling, so I didn't see exactly what it was that he did that hurt him. It was the pipe of our Lord. And then I thought maybe he stabbed him, and I didn't see, because he throws him in the hole, I and he can't get out. I told you three times what he did. <laughs> and he he's like, listen. how did you know... How did you know that I did that? Like, he admits that Adam is right. And I was like... Wait, what now? What, what now? <laughs> What's it? Wait. What? That's what you call it. Plot which twist. is which is awesome because I hadn't seen this in so long that I actually forgot that there was. You a twist. forgot about that? I forgot the the second twist, and I was telling Carly that the reason I loved this movie, I forgot that. But the reason that I remember loving this movie was because most uh, most shows in this genre they they appeal to people that like this this type of genre so you get a little genre savvy and you kind of know what's coming in mm -hmm. these situations so you're like okay and like the whole time you're kind of like oh, okay i think McConaughey's the killer it's kind of yeah, being well, set up I've, but like m night shamalan was better <laughs> was that no in fact their dad was right he was visited by the lord and, and they were killing demons and stuff and like it was like and he's like and that's like cuz he says they'll find you and he says god will protect me and or like he says, how did you know? And he's like, you were on my list. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you'll they'll find you. God will protect me. All right, so I'm like, whoa, whoa, 
weight now. Mm-hmm. So Bill Paxton wasn't crazy. Nope. Nope. And he really saw an angel. He was doing there? the Lord's yep. work. <laughs> and then they and then the the next scene after he kills uh yeah. Booth and buries him or whatever. The next scene's really cool because the other agent that was hanging around a little bit in the beginning and had met McConaughey and, and was talking to Booth when they when they left. He, they're they're looking for um, Doyle. Thank they're you. Looking for Doyle and they can't find him. Obviously, they know he rolled out with this possible killer. So and they know his name. On it. They assume like, it's fake, but yeah. they know. His and they're name. like, it doesn't matter. We got pictures of what him. What kind of name we is Fenton Meeks? We've mm-hmm. got cameras on him, so we know what this guy looks like. So they rewind the cameras and watch him. And whenever whenever um, Adam, I guess now, whenever McConaughey walks into the room. There's the old VCR. Um, I love that he's like, check this out, and he brings the VHS tape yeah, in. Yeah, VHS tape. All right, so VHS were these. They were, think about <laughs> like a think about like a Blu-ray, but it was like a, a rectangle, and it had this thing called tape on it. You had to actually rewind it, and if you brought it back to Blockbuster, Blockbuster was a store where you rented these little things, <laughs> and it wasn't rewound. They would charge you a dollar. Now the thing about VHS tapes is. Sometimes, very especially very early tracking. in VHS, right, yeah. there was tracking where you had to fine tune the picture so that it was clear. Well, in these in these recordings of McConaughey walking through the office, the tracking is off so that there's a there's a I guess like a bar distortion. of white we'll distortion, distortion that covers his face wherever he is. So they actually don't have any footage mm. of him at all. Lo- he go, was doing the Lord's work. They go to Fenton's house. And they find the bodies, the, the bodies, yeah. and then the FBI agent's the bloody the ID. ID yeah. mm-hmm. So Adam frames Fenton Fen for the, for the murder. murder, and they show that he killed him too. But am I the only one who just kept thinking about <laughs> that call that the FBI agent the made library. early on to the <laughs> sheriff's Professor department Plum. and going? But that, it doesn't make sense that the sheriff's department in Meat said, Oh, yeah, that Fenton Meeks, he was down here causing all kinds of sure trouble. Sure does. No, it's it was because the secretary. It's no, it's but we didn't wife. know I that. his baby mama. Wife, yeah. wife, yeah. Yes, we but, didn't know that yet. We, so that's when the all final this, twist. All, yeah. I know, but... As like we're learning that this is really Adam, I'm like, but the sheriff's department said that it was Fenton. Yeah. Like it just, just wasn't one more, one more quite twist on it. Yeah. Adding up for me because of that no, phone she call. Said it was a glorious twist. The the sheriff's department said Fenton stole Adam's body. Yes. So I was thinking and I thought about that and I'm like, well they must not he was obviously in town pretending to be Fenton. Yeah, and remember they said, wow, the sheriff forgave you? That must be a small town. Well, he's the sheriff, so... Yeah, but we don't know that. No, But I thought thought he must have been in town pretending to be his brother. (laughs) That didn't occur. Because I still think he's the murderer. (laughs) Well, I just just kept going back to that phone call going, this doesn't make any sense. I'm thinking he's the murderer and he's... Pre, you know, and that he must be pretending to be his brother because he's the. Because when we find out he's Adam, I'm like, oh, that makes sense because Adam is crazy like their dad. <laughs> he's doing the Lord's work. And he must be the God's hand killer and trying to frame his brother, so he's pretending to be his brother to frame his brother. Because his brother's a demon. But that's not. And yeah. he needs to kill him for the Lord. So either way, to to roll this movie <laughs> the, out before any more discussions, the we, good FBI <laughs> agent. Let's just no. rush through the last two minutes. Well, no, I'm just saying. Then we can do more discussions all you want. But we only have like this one little piece left. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. so anyway, break you into my notes. The, so before uh, you do that, um, <laughs> let me stop and talk about stuffing again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, okay. Fine. We'll get to the last right, bit. Right. I'll allow. 
Now, the younger agent goes ahead and decides to go meet with the sheriff, the aforementioned sheriff from earlier in the movie. And when well, he, goes, he doesn't. He goes to meet Adam because he said he goes there because he's his brother and he wants well, to we give don't him the know news why about he's there until. We don't know why he's at the sheriff's office at first. You're never going to They get don't the say notes. why. All right, let Tony read his notes and we'll figure it out. But either, either way, when he gets there, notes. It's, it's the sheriff is Matthew McConaughey. Oh, Which and, I did not expect. And, you're like, oh, and then you're like, oh shit, but the then jig it, is up. The phone call makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, the but jig is up because he knows who he is. Then they do this weird thing where there's this little crackly sound when the, when the investigator looks at McConaughey. And then the, the investigator has no idea who he is, so I guess I guess that's God protecting him. He can't see him. Well, he is doing the Lord's work. <laughs> that's what I hear. <laughs> um, so then, do, 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 do. yeah, you can't can't remember who he is. Um, and but the the sheriff explains that they're going to keep looking for his brother. Max says, "Okay, well, all right, all right, all right." <laughs> But, the um, FBI agent says they're going to keep looking for his brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then that's that's pretty much and it. And then they shake hands, and Adam says he does like you're a little a good check on him. Yeah, he's like, "You're a good man. You're yeah. a really good man." Which I took as he scanned him to make sure he wasn't a bad guy. And then did bad yep. stuff. Yeah, and then the Preggers comes out. <laughs> Preggers. I don't know what her name is. Rebecca. 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 She, I guess she's the dispatcher secretary. I assume she's his wife. Well, I mean, yes. as far as she's at least she's baby like, mama. Yeah. She kisses. Well, her. he's doing the Lord's work. The Lord's I'm work. Sure that it's she his wife. snuggles up on him, <laughs> and he's. What is it that he said? McConaughey. Yeah, he said something about the Lord's will was done, or something like that. I can't remember he exactly. Says, she he says, says, "Praise God." He yeah. says the best thing about demons is. I get older every year, but they stay the same age. No. He, said something, <laughs> about, he, he no. said something about the Lord's work being yeah, done. Right. Be Lord's like, will was done. And she says amen to that really creepily. And then mm -hmm. it pans out and you see that she's pregnant. It's very... Yeah. I still creeped out. And Tony was like, so that's his baby? Is this going to be the next... Yeah. Next generation. Frailty 2. Yeah, electric that's the next <laughs> demon hunter. This movie made me think about all kinds of weird stuff. But they did say, like, at the end when the FBI agent doesn't remember can't remember him it did make me think back to the victim number two where they fenton is like it's broad daylight we're gonna kidnap somebody in broad daylight dad somebody will see and dad's like well the, the lord, lord will protect, protect us. us yeah it's really cool the, the the story does a very good job of of basically tricking you up until the last moment for every little piece of information mm -hmm. that it, mm -hmm. not since the have. usual suspects was i so bamboozled yeah <laughs> have you seen that we tried I to watch that like a month ago, and I fell asleep. <gasps> you fell asleep? Ooh, I actually own that. Oh. Seven upsets me. Seven's a little rough, but it has a pretty What's good What's in the box? Uh, I've only ever seen it the one time, though, and it was very uncomfortable for me There's to watch. a couple of scenes it's in it. Gwyneth Paltrow's head. So do we just want to go to final thoughts? Well, or? I will tell you. I I wrote down. I was not was expecting jumping, jumping in. Go ahead. Benton <laughs> to grow up and be... A mass murderer, like a serial killer. If you spend seven days in a cellar, I know that's what cellar. Tony told me. <laughs> no, no, I have questions here so too, that, but I'm gonna put it in my me. in my like yay, first nay, of all, bay, bay. I wasn't expecting him to be a demon, and second of all, I wasn't expecting him to grow up and become a murderer because the whole movie he's all like, "You can't kill people, you can't kill people, you can't kill people." Yeah. <laughs> so that and we saw me. and we saw that the the older guy. Was a child molester, but we didn't mm -hmm. see what the first girl was, did we? No, we never saw what she, she was. She was a murderer. 
when in her flash, <gasps> oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. In her that's flash, right. there was a guy with his throat yep, slit. That's so right. I was because she's a hooker or something, right? Or I, something she's um, laying in bed I with. Kinda, she was laying in bed with a dead guy, which I kind of was smoking thought, a cigarette. Yeah. That's I was thinking Black Widow. Okay, that's what my that's right. but she could have been a or something. We didn't no, get to no, see what the kind of did. no, like the we woman who marries a man and then murders him for her his money. Oh, I was thinking Black Widow. Yeah, my wife would never do that. You don't have any money. Oh. Not that you know of. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got murdered. I've got five bucks in my savings account you can't touch. Plus, we've been married a long time. I don't want to be back out there. <laughs> I don't want to be back out I don't know how to date. And we, I'm really hoping I die first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... All right, so what did you want final to Final thoughts? Or do you want to oh, do Tony, you got to pick the batting order. Who no, gets... I'm going to do it as part of my final thoughts. Okay. Okay. John, what would you think? Oh, you put me on... I, I never go first. Because um, it's always me. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, nay or maybe. No, you got favorite fav- character. Favorite character. Favorite scene. Favorite line is gonna be um, Adam slash Fenton. It's Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> say <that>. Okay, it's, <laughs> it's Matthew Adam McConaughey. Okay, so whatever he, whatever so he's going by grown, at the time. So grown up. Grown up. Yeah. Grown up then. Okay. Um, my favorite scene. No, he's grown up, Adam. Mm. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Good point. Uh, my favorite scene would probably be the revelation that it was all real. Like when you see the woman had killed yeah. the husband and, and the, the, the Greek, creepy old man had the, the little girl in there with the candy. The denouement. Right, it's like, ooh, it's all real. Um, what else do I got to do? Your favorite character, favorite scene, least favorite character, oh, least favorite line. My least favorite character now. I don't know why. I don't know why we're doing Texas. Yeah, it's like, Because it's we're... Texas. I think it's a Texas one. No, I can't stop. I don't even know how to stop. <laughs> Um, shout out to Puffy. My least favorite character. Don't stop. <laughs> uh, damn, it would probably be Bill Paxton. Just because, I don't know. He's great. He seemed crazy. I just, I don't know. I wanted more out of him. To. Game over, man. I don't know. I don't. He wasn't really my least favorite character. Just the first name came to mind. You it know what? Fuck it. Wasn't a lot of I'm going with Rebecca. My least favorite character was Rebecca because she was pregnant and she did cool. a bad thing. Okay. <laughs> she did a bad thing. You shouldn't do bad All things right. while you're so pregnant. So, are you giving this a yay, a nay? I got to do my bay. favorite line, which. Damn, I. Um, I there love were, peas. There were some great <laughs> lines. There were there were a bunch of great lines in this. Damn. How about? I uh, have one, but I don't want to give it to you. We're not. Killing is bad. No, no. <laughs> demons is a good thing. I think I'm going to go with... Killing is bad. I'm going to go with... Um, but it's the middle of the day. He's like, we're doing the Lord's work. He'll protect us. <laughs> okay. Because it was just crazy. All right. Um. So now, got through that. That's why I don't like going first. <laughs> Honestly, I forgot to write that stuff down. I'm coming up with it off the cuff. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, a yay. I'm going to recommend this. Only to watch it once, though. Because once you Maybe know twice. what happens... You're like, eh. or do like I did. Wait a decade. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna give it a recommend, just barely a recommend though, mm. because it, it while the story was interesting, it's not interesting if you know what's gonna happen. I don't know. I think it, it, it's a good. There's lots of plot twists because this kind of movie has that, and it's only good if you don't know what's coming up next. So on first watching, you're like, wow, this is cool. But once you know what's gonna happen, it loses something. Garlic. Okay. Well, I think my favorite character is Kid Fenton. Kid Fenton? Kid Fenton. I was on board with him. I was rooting for him the whole time. I don't know who my least favorite character is. But he was wrong. I know, but so was I. No, I know. He likes the evil characters. She liked The Last Witch Hunter, which is weird. (laughs) Evil. Oh, goodness, goodness, goodness. Um, Favorite character? 
fa- that is my favorite I mean, character. Favorite line? <laughs> Sorry. Least favorite character? My favorite line is probably the one about the peas. Okay. I sure like peas. Alright. I sure love peas too. Sure love peas. Um least favorite character might be grown up Fenton. We don't see very much of it. I thought it but was a creepy guy. That they get they go after in the shed. Victim number four. Yeah. Anyway. Well, maybe because so, he was an asshole. That makes sense. The thing is, I didn't really think about this. Um, <laughs> all right. All right. I wrote that this movie surprised me in a very creepy way. I did not know what was going to happen, who was good or who was bad, and I liked that. I said, if you haven't seen it, then we spoil it for you. But you should watch it anyway. <laughs> I honestly, I saw it for the first time last night, and I kind of want to watch it at least one more time, just to kind of see, now that I know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. if I can get a little bit more yeah. out of it. Um, well, like, like John said, though, this this one of the yeah. problems with these movies like this, Unusual Suspects, is you get one, maybe two watches out of it, and then you're kind of like, oh, I kind of know. Yeah. So, But i got to give it a yay. I, it really threw uh, me. I didn't right. see it coming. All right. Who's well, up? That's it. So <laughs> next week. Thank you. Uh, next is uh, is uh, so, Carly's. No, no. My almost got out of there. My favorite character is childhood. At, is little boy Adam. Okay. I think that this was another instance of a great child actor who played the line between creepy cult member and happy-go-lucky kid just perfect. Mm. Okay. My favorite line is. By the sixth day, the hole was as dark and deep as my hatred for Dad's God. That's, That's a great good line. That's a good line. That's a good line. My Not least, as good as my line. My good. least favorite character was the sheriff, because I was really I hoping he'd believe that. I was very <laughs> upset. He's and, a shitty cop. <laughs> and yeah. my favorite <laughs> scene is Daisy Duke tit talk, because it was just this weird thing that just was like, ha ha, tit talk. So, I so it like, had nothing to do with the movie. You were just like, oh, good, no. for the podcast, this <laughs> yep. is great, finally. I thought it was fantastic. Squeeze so it in there. That's why that was my favorite. It's so, an opinion. This movie, okay, this movie made me very uncomfortable. Okay. The whole time, I was very uncomfortable. I was very scared that Fenton was going to be killed by his dad at any time. Mm-hmm. I was very scared for Adam and how creepy he was getting. I thought Bill, I thought the actors all did a great job. Mm-hmm. It Amazing. It's creepy and uncomfortable so and So you don't terrifying. agree with Tony's review there. Fuck that guy. Where was it? <laughs> I don't know. It was good. It was really, like, I'm just, like, so, like, oh, my God. And then there's the twist, and I didn't see that happening. And then it made me have so many questions. Why is Fenton named Fenton? Adam is named Adam. He's God's son. Mm-hmm. Why didn't Fenton have some kind of weird biblical name? Maybe the mother named him. Yeah. What does Fenton mean? Like, I'm sad well, I, I didn't take Fentanyl the time. Is. Fentanyl this is. This was my <laughs> revelation in the middle of us talking in the podcast. I'm like, oh my god, why didn't I look up what Fenton is? Does this name have origins that we don't know? Is this some kind of weird anagram? <laughs> I was very like... Maybe, maybe Fenton was... Named, named by the mom, and then Adam was named by the dad because the mom died. Maybe. Maybe, maybe that's when he started getting religious, when his mom was going to die from babies. Who knows? But And then there's the whole, okay, so Fenton, Adam grows up to be a demon slayer like his father. We've mm-hmm. seen that this is real mm-hmm. in the universe of this movie. Yep. Because the FBI agent confirms that these are not delusions and that he did kill his mother and that what Adam sees is real and Adam says that he saw the demons all along. So... Fenton did grow up to be a horrible murdering demon, which mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, he 
thought his father was crazy. His father was a murderer. He had to kill his father to protect this man. And he sees his brother turn into a murderer. This is traumatic stuff that could turn you into a murderer. But the angel told the dad that he was a demon. So was he... Even if the... Even if he if hadn't, he hadn't been dad, locked in the cellar would for three he still weeks? have been a serial killer? Well, like these I, think, I think one of the main things with that to remember is uh, Matthew McConaughey is protected by God yeah. and the son, the other brother isn't. So he's a, he's a serial killer and they're trying to catch him. So he doesn't have any backing. Well, where where McConaughey can, the Lord, he would, can just kill everybody in the world and nobody true. will ever know. But would, as long as he's on the demons, list. I, You know what I mean. But, okay, so, but God said demons are hiding among us. Mm-hmm. But, was Fenton a demon before? Would he always have been a demon? Or was he made a or demon? Or was he made a demon? I think he has to always be a demon. Like, it's very, like, but it's... Well, we, don't, a, we don't know what a demon is. But I, mean, I have you know, questions. Seems like people who have I watched bad this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I watched this movie. It made me very uncomfortable. And then it was over. And I had all these questions. And, and that's I, it. <laughs> wow, Elaine's no. review's been 32 minutes already. Oh, <laughs> that's not funny. So I ha- Why is everybody I did- laughing? I didn't enjoy the movie, but I definitely have to recommend it, because you watch oh. it, and you it's like it's not a movie you're supposed to enjoy. It's a think piece. It's not a timer. It's not a happy oh, movie. She went and shit on your movie. How do you feel no, about that? No, she didn't. <laughs> I said I it's not it. a movie you're supposed to enjoy, like Timer. That's a happy movie. It's not a movie you're supposed to enjoy, this like is a Timer. Movie, the purpose of this movie is to make you uncomfortable, and the twists make you think about all these little things. So I mm-hmm. think this movie did everything it was supposed to do. I think the acting was fantastic. This is a great movie, and like you should watch it. Piggyback on that because uh, watching it, I, the acting in it was really, really good. Because there was there there could have been easily, if you didn't have Matthew McConaughey's an awesome actor and and Paxton's amazing or was amazing or whatever. And I think if you put certain people in there, you may have gotten a little more over the top. He could have been a I'm a preacher for the God. You know, he really could have played <laughs> yeah. it up, but he just played a nice, unassuming father. Mm-hmm. That had you know every once in a while, Which but he didn't even lose his temper. Just happened crazy. to kill a couple guys. Yeah. It was so disturbing. It was really discreet, like low. And like the scene where this, well, no, exactly. Well, no, me. but like the scene where he where he makes Fenton dig the hole. Like I obviously think Fenton is about to get it beaten. It's so creepy because he comes in early in the morning and says, "Don't wake your brother. Get dressed and come downstairs." And you're expecting him to do something horrible to Fenton because he's this horrible, crazy killer. But he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He just makes him dig a hole, and then he's super concerned when he sees Fenton's hand. It's, it's very. It made me very uncomfortable. It did everything that a creepy thriller is supposed to do. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. So recommend. All right. All wow. Right. I think this is Tony's first recommend all, all right, way around. All right. All right. Yay. All right, Tony. Tony got a three recommend. The only bad part is now the movie's ruined, so nobody will watch it that has never seen it. I would watch, I, I think I would All right, so uh, take <laughs> away a clap for Tony. No, I had all these questions. Now I kind of want to watch, watch it again, knowing what I know and seeing what else Yeah, I you really had, now, now that yeah. you kind of wish it was based on the I app. feel like maybe we should edit in at the beginning. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Although look, this movie is old. <laughs> if you think about it, if you're watching, if you goes to a podcast about a movie, yeah. chances are you're going to spoil the movie. <laughs> Meta. Well, you do. We were spoiling the movie, so here we are in episode fifteen. What I what I hope Spoilers. is what I hope honestly is that our fans that listen to the podcast they hear which movie we're going to do and then watch it before the next week because we right. always tell them, you know. What, and what I hope is that our fans tell three friends and they tell three friends well, and maybe twenty friends, but twenty friends. Tell yeah. all your friends. But either way, that's what I hope they do. You know, I so they can keep along because I, I I personally watching movie listening to movie podcasts. 
it's it's always rougher when you haven't seen the movie. So I, I find that when I listen to a movie podcast, and it's, it's on, not about the movie they watch, it's the interaction between the people I like. Mm-hmm. And it is currently on Netflix. The movie. Yeah. That's how we so, watched it. Yeah, that's how I watched it too. <laughs> Either way, I, you know, I got it from my barbershop guy. Okay. Okay. Let's so talk about your fictitious bootleg, dude. All right. So. So what's next? That's a wrap. No, it's not. We still have to do some stuff. A rap I mean, means we're on done. the movie. On the movie. Oh yeah. On the movie. Um, check us out. John, we're gonna spit some lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I will pause. Hey, go, Tony. Let's head like a shark. Let's do that. <laughs> My head is like a shark spin. Twelve times. Sorry. <laughs> Please check. We're doing us the out. Lord's work. I we're doing the Lord's work. SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, pretty much anywhere you get podcasts, you can find us. Uh, we are on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash The Underappreciated Movie Podcast. On Twitter, at Unmovie Podcast. You can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Check out our Instagram page, unmoviepodcastdogs. And please, please give us some feedback. Now, how's that going? I have never Rate looked at review. I don't have Instagram. <laughs> I, I thought you got an Instagram wow. because you got an Instagram to follow the kids and I got a Tumblr. I thought that was the deal. Was I supposed to do that? Okay, well, if you do, then go ahead and follow us. I've been doing some... I would some, love to see the dogs. That's good parenting, people. We split up the different weirdo social media yeah. things we're not into <laughs> so that we can be friends with our kids because that's how that works. But we're up to almost 70 followers on All the right. Instagram. So uh, and, if you send me your name, I'll give you a shout-out because that's what I do. I've good feedback from, from the pictures that I post. And Ooh, what did you do for this to one? Listen to the... Did you put an axe in some poor I, dog? I don't, I don't start promoting an episode until it's either right about to come out or just it. So, All right, so enough I haven't this. done anything. What did you do for Harley Davidson Moral Man? Did you put a little horse, a little, uh, Not yet. like a motorcycle? A little horse. Shush. I'm a cowboy. You're going to have to check it out. I've only made one post. I usually do two or three for each episode. I've only done one so far. Well, I have to get on Instagram. I, and fans, if you no, should get on Instagram, so give me a shout out. Uh, my name is going to be, um, I don't I have no idea. I'm <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm just going to shout out. Please give us some feedback. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what your favorite parts are. Movie we recommendations? We'll do that. Yeah, yeah, if you'd like to do a hero, specific movie, give us a shout we out. We all have specific genres except Elaine. So just, you know, <laughs> go with whatever you want. I have specific <laughs> genre. I have never not done a movie that specific was... specific genres film. So. <laughs> I have never not done a movie in my genre. <laughs> Tony's like, but you did a horror one. (laughs) That was a science fiction thriller. (laughs) I don't agree. (laughs) Anyway, it doesn't. All right, so anyway, my head is like a shark. Unfortunately, we don't have a rap song for the end of this one. So So, I was going to ask you, Tony, what's the what's the closing song today? Nothing. There isn't one. But next week, please. Oh yeah, what are we doing next week? In where we will be doing my next episode. Uh Oh, this means war. We should have done an Otis Redding song as our outro. It makes it easier, easier to bear. I'm looking forward to Carly's movie, I'm just saying.